I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I'm joined by producer Joel. Hello. Oh, we didn't go for a hey. Normally you're a hey. Oh, okay. I was keeping it, I'm keeping it formal today, Mark. I'm in a formal mood. He- well, hello, Joel. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Oh, the internet's lagging slightly, and I think it's all my fault. It is all my fault, Joel. It's 100% my fault, and I'm just switching it up mm-hmm. to the Is that because you're booster, in a house the in the country, booster, in the conservatory? We are stuck here in the countryside, and we are back on. Cracking. Wow. Crystal clear. Is that better? Good stuff. I like it. Yeah, you look oh, great. Uh, mate, that's so, like, that, what a professional I am. I kept yeah. that ball rolling. I was doing was technical good. stuff and I kept talking, Joel. It was so slick. And the listeners Thanks, can't mate. see the panic in your eyes. I was worried. And I bet it froze on the panic in my eyes. So you really it saw did. it. It did. Oh. But guess what? I kept rolling because I'm a professional too. Oh, I hope you weren't talking at the same time because I couldn't tell. Oh, yeah, I was. That's going oh, no. <laughs> to That's going to be an absolute mess. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that, listener. <laughs> so, Joel, um, so what, what's, what's been happening with you next week? I've got a couple of things to report. Oh, report away while I try and think of anything that's happened to me in the last week. So, um, big news in, in Wilbury mm-hmm. Town, in the countryside where I'm living. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we had a pizza the other day whoa yeah it got delivered and this was the first time any fast food takeaway delivery has been delivered here first time ever not because we don't want it it's because we never had access no one ever delivered oh so it's always pickups it's not like you're a family that are in denial of the takeaway no no just we never had anyone that would bring it to us and then (laughs) and then someone put a little leaflet through the door and it said that they're doing delivery. It's local place. So we had one. It was lovely. And then two days later, I went yeah. for one of my walks. Regular yeah, listeners yeah. will know I'll go for a little walk. Your famous walk. And then I went, did this route and I came down and there's a little old lady, lovely old little old lady. Yeah. Um, that sometimes if just she sees me, spitting into pizza out, boxes and putting and, them on the back of a bike. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I just walked past her and uh, she came out. And the, you know what the first thing she said to me? Oh, yeah. Bonjour, you had a pizza. No. Oh. oh really amazing <laughs> it's got around the village it's got around the village that we had a pizza there's like this hot news where did they hear it <laughs> um oh it's, it had quite a long sort of route i think 
Yeah. But it, it came oh, yeah, from... Oh, yeah, because no one else would deliver. No. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know really. So basically, when the guy the guy couldn't find our place, so he stopped off at lots of houses. So I think, <laughs> I think. So obviously, he stopped at a house. I went, oh, pizza delivery for our our house, mm-hmm. and then they must have just spread the word from there. You never Brilliant. guess. You never guess what those guys up at Bobbin Farm That's are doing. So funny. That's so funny. They only had a pizza. <laughs> Look at them thinking they're Italian. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, so a bit of fun, that. isn't it? Yeah, was it freezing cold by the time it got to you? No, no, it was actually it was good actually. It's it, mm-hmm. it was it's really nice. One of the posh ones as well, the old stone bake oven. Lovely. What do you call it? Stone oven. What did bake, you What did you go oven. for? Uh, spicy sausage and chili. Okay. Yeah, the options weren't massive, but you know I liked no. it. It's what, very nice. What sort of price point? What sort of price point are we talking? Oh, good question, Joel. Good question, Joel. I'm, I'm, I think we're talking we're talking sort of eight eight to nine pounds a pizza. Not bad. Delivered. Free, de- free Not delivery. Bad. Any sides? Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> There's zero options. It's, <laughs> I think it's a new business. So Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, so that's a bit of fun. Yeah, so it's all been happening here. That's been that's the highlight exciting. of my week. Yeah, I bet. Bloody hell. And everyone else's week. Here's, here's, here's my attitude towards takeaway, and I'm not sure it's a healthy one. No, um, generally they're not. No, they're rubbish, but they're so bloody delicious. Uh, so if I get a pizza, yeah, I will endeavour to eat the entire pizza and any sides as quickly as possible because, because you're worried about it getting cold no because i i worry your girlfriend's gonna having it. half the pizza the next day is somehow worse because i've eaten bad food across well, we, two we, days we covered this, this is rubbish, last week right? we covered this last week didn't we did we i'm pretty oh, sure man, we covered this anything. last week that with chocolate I will eat a whole eat everything. it all in one go. So it's not the same attitude towards a pizza. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same, Joel. Get rid of it. Get it Just, gone. Yeah, finish and, it, and then it's then I've done it, and I've yeah. then I've had my shame. I'll tell you what, Joel, I haven't even had a toffee crisp this week. Bloody hell! I've been really good. Oh, it started raining. Oh, yeah, I've been good. It's raining hard outside. It now. sounds nice that rain. You can quite hear nice it, can sort you? of. Yeah, it sounds. I like it. It's quite yeah, soothing. Yeah, it's quite, yeah, it is lovely. Um, so uh, are we talking too much? Okay, quickly. It's um, like ASMR. Don't know what you're talking about. It's ASMR. ASMR is um, people that like sounds, you know, like scratching and things like that. I didn't know. It's that. like a reaction you get to. Well, that's pretty good. That'd be a good show title. Title. If I if I did a show, they're not thick. Unbelievable. If I did a show about about sounds, I could mm-hmm. call it that. ASMR. You should. Yeah, I should do, shouldn't I? Yeah. Um. So quickly. Um, mm-hmm. regular feature on the podcast. Um, so what what was the last spotlight email? Hey, it's I my got. favorite bit of the show. What, what what role? Okay, this week, um, Finnish Scandinavian actor, any gender, thirty to forty five years. I could do that. You could you could definitely do that. It's for Nokia. Yep. Um, but the brief is overall we're looking for ideally a Finnish actor, but failing that. We'll also look at Scandinavian. Oh, I mean, that's pretty much what it said in the title. <laughs> um, God, I wish I'd gone to finishing school. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. It's all good. It's all good stuff. All clean. Clean, that, fun. Yeah, that's why I like it. Um, there's another one. Plain passenger for fruit pastels. <laughs> Quite fancy that. Like fruit. used to like fruit pastels. Um, uh, he is a not pla- a passenger on an aeroplane or just a really bland looking passenger? 
<laughs> Could be either. Okay. Could be a either. Plain, plain passenger. He is not your average frequent flyer. He is shy, slightly nerdy, quirky, and a bit nervous. Any ethnicity. Is there a joke about a plain clothes police officer being dressed up as a Boeing 747? Um, <clears throat> well, I had a joke. Why is he dressed as a pilot? Yeah. A plain well, clothes. I, I had a joke where uh, I got a t shirt for Christmas with a jumbo jet on it. Which is annoying because I asked for a plain T-shirt. Oh yeah, nice. So I did that one. Similar, similar vibes. Yeah, yeah. Never worked, but did, it didn't ever work. I was I was good. tempted to make a T-shirt with a jumbo jet on it just for the gag, and then I thought that is a shit gag to make a T-shirt for. So I didn't. I like it. Would you have bought the because t-shirt? I just thought of a similar joke. I, I would make the T-shirt. And <laughs> yeah, that'd have been my opener. <laughs> um, do you think we should make that make some merch for the podcast? If that was one of the T-shirts yeah. available. And our faces can be in the cockpit. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, Joel. Mark. We should probably... We, we should, need to crack on. We've got, a, we've got a bloody good podcast for everybody we to have. listen to this week. Um, and as always, as tradition, who have we got on this week, Joel? We've got the amazing Carl Hutchinson. Carl Hutchinson. Oh, Ooh. I remember this being really fun. It really it fun chat and lots of i remember him re- revealing more than i thought he would about some things was that correct yes lovely here we go so have you been doing online gigs yes um so i've been doing some like stream ones from um the newcastle town theater um, oh, right. just been doing them pro- probably towards like lockdown one type thing mm. um so we just did some like i got like about four or five comedians and we just did live stream donation only um mm. all that type of stuff and then just i think we did about three or four of them and then the summer came and we got to do some outdoor gigs again i think i managed to do about 20 before Wicked. it was time to go back in and then um come september i was just like oh Christ, we're doing this again. And I've just so the, I've got the first one of me live shows coming up um, tomorrow. Going to do it from the Alphabet Theatre with a northeast uh, company called Felt Nout, N O W T. And so I so I've got like you know COVID related stuff. Ah, so you've been um, working on stuff. So this podcast has come at the right time. Yes, yes. Well, I'm, oh, man, I'm not going to... Have we started this, by the way? Have we yeah, actually I just, started? Yeah, I just start wait, and, then, and, then we, my, and, and then I get the, uh, the... My producer just cuts into it anywhere that he feels is a good time to start. Got you, got you. So, All right, great. I always um, record well, because w- what I've done in the past is I've missed gold. And right. do you know what I mean? So... It's, I just. Re- I don't think you'll have to. You'll you'll have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Bike rage and DIY. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, um, so yeah, no, I've got some stuff, and then, but it's been fun, mate. Because I'll show you on the video. Uh, when you said it's about going through all your old stuff and seeing stuff that didn't work, I've just digged out all the oh, fucking wow. brilliant writing pads, and. Um, so have you? So. So, because you've probably been going about the same amount of time as me, roughly. Um, about, this, about this long. <laughs> this long. <laughs> so you, so you started as I did with notepads. Do you always, do you still always use notepads, or do you do it all on the computer? I, 
I mean, I've, st I've started, I will always do notepads just because it was like, mm. I started when I was at university. So I think it was like, you know, me, it was me, me maths notes and then it was straight into like yeah. comedy stuff, like edgelord stuff. <laughs> um, then, <laughs> and then it was just, it's just what I've always done. So, yeah, yeah. But I've started typing some stuff out now as well because um, obviously you can do it to camera with Zoom. So, yeah, it's good because I'm always doing new stuff, so you don't have to learn it. You just yeah, have yeah. it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. oh, mate. When where we start? Yeah, so yeah, so I do the same. I have a little notepad next to my computer, and then your eyes just sort of go off to the side a bit, but no one notices because your eyes don't have to always look down the lens of the camera. And now, when, then when I went to do proper gigs, I was relying too much on that, and I was like, I've got to actually think for myself what comes next. That was hard yeah. to start with to get back into it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, because it's, I mean, it's not a memory test, is it? When it's when you're doing it, it's like, and you know, the the theme of your podcast is you, you don't know if it's ever going to work. Mm. So, I, I think I learned somewhere along the way of why I committed to memory. If oh, same. it's not going to work. Oh, that's yeah, 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 hundred percent. I don't, I never like l learning it until it works. So, like, if I'm doing new stuff in a gig, I'll always have a notepad and just basically yeah. read it and tick it because you know. The brain's only a certain size, isn't it? You don't want st sticking stuff in there that's not necessary. I've always admired people who can do the tick thing uh, on the fly. I really? And like, yeah, because it's like, I th like I've tried it a few times, mm. and it just it kind of like just stops me momentum a bit, and then so oh, I'll, I'll, yeah. either, it I'll either get off and like tick everything or <laughs> scrumple the whole thing up. Like I, I, I can't. I never really pay attention to what I'm ticking and what I'm not ticking. It's just like a prop to me. I, I'll yeah. record it and I'll listen back to sort of work it out. Um, but I actually, it was, something funny happened. I, I, I put up some of my new jokes on, I think it was TikTok or something. And I was doing it from my notepad. And then I got some abuse. They said, you're, they're saying you're stealing Jim Owen's act. And I was like, he doesn't do jokes like me. What are they on about? And they were talking about the ticking thing. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, no. So what's happened there is they, they've they seen him put something up on YouTube with a tick thing that he was doing. And they just assume he was the first person to ever do that. Oh, that's class. Yeah. That's great, that. And I explained it. And to be fair, they were like, oh, fair play. Yeah, didn't know that. <laughs> why Why are you doing that? It reminds of them. I was doing stuff with my eyebrows. I don't know if that was a problem. <laughs> Do you know, um, I, I, I was doing hot water um, when, obviously, you know, in the past. And um, you just have to say that now, don't you, in the past. And then um, <laughs> I think I was talking to Freddie Quinn, who was, he was filling in for Paul Smith. And yeah. he said, because, you, know, you know, Paul Smith got like just loads and loads of new eyes on, on comedy, which mm. I think is a tremendous thing. And um, from, from, his, from his like YouTube clips and that. So Freddie Quinn's, you know, fast forward, Freddie Quinn's filling in for Paul Smith and, and he's comparing. And he goes, um, so uh, what, what What do you do, mate? And the guy just went, um, the guy went why are you doing Paul Smith stuff? <laughs> That's the same thing. Oh, no. That's so funny. Paul Smith has claimed, what do you do for a living, mate? Oh, it was fantastic, yeah. Oh, he was, he was, Freddie was just going like, I, I can't, like, I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if 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 he's got asking the audience questions sewn up, there isn't much left for a compare, is there? It's done. Yeah, yeah. Just straight on. To, um, you ready for your next act? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant.
So cool. So so you're what you're you've been writing some stuff for this Zoom gig that you've got coming up. Did you say? Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily all like um, COVID stuff. It's just stuff that like you know, it's stuff that just occurs to you. So the vaccine, I've got the I've got stuff about like just you know when it was on the news and everyone was getting the vaccine, I, you know that there was no comedians getting the vaccine because if any comedian, there's hundreds and thousands of them, if anyone got the vaccine first, we would have all done the same thing live on TV. We would have all pretended to faint and it would have been fantastic. Like, and then, so it's, it's just trying to go on like the whole, like, and oh, no, and this is going to take a lot longer than anticipated. So um, everyone back indoors type thing. Um, <laughs> Just I was thinking, things, like, like, if if some one comedian got the vaccine, they could probably set out the O2 now, because oh, there's because there's no others. Oh no, I mean, I mean I've just said something really stupid because obviously the audience can't come. But my, my thought was there'd be only ones that can work. It'd just be them and those of our APs in in the O2. I know. Yeah, I was assuming it was like everyone in the crowd had also got the vaccine. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> Would be like a like a tough warm up gig for like any audience that's known for like being really old i'm trying to like watch or be a good one like like a tv warm-up for like um and that like countdown or something oh yeah 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 <laughs> or just any crew have you done cruise gigs no no never done them what the like oh I, i've done two and <laughs> <laughs> um i think i spoke about it on here before but one like I, I had numerous people fall asleep and i think that was due to their age i'm hoping not the act um what else happened? Oh, I, I, I died at one. I, I, I had a great gig at one and I'd walk around the ship and they'd be going, oh, I was a comedian. And I was like, oh, I was a celebrity. I was on top of the world. And then the next day I died on my ass at a gig that they'd said was, um, they'd build it as adult comedy. So they're expecting proper dirty and I had nothing for them. And, mm-hmm. and then I just hid for the rest of the time because they, they basically all looked at me like I'd ruined their holiday. <laughs> Oh God! But just, but it's, it's just trying to get like breakfast and then they just go look. look oh no! Him. I got up. I got up at like half five in the morning, so I avoided everyone. <gasps> and they're straight. Oh, really? And they're straight back to my room. Was that bad? Oh God! Oh, it's, well, just do you know what it's like when you die at a gig and you just you can't look at the audience in the eye? But imagine yeah. living with all of the audience. Yeah, that would be pretty bad. That, yeah. Oh I'm, God! I'm trying to think of the words. One of my worst deaths, really. It was. Um, You'd suit a cruise ship in in the sense that you're you're just likable and uh, you you don't really you're not an edge lord anymore, are you? So. Well, I never was. I mean, I tried to be for a bit. Um, <laughs> maybe at the start, like, like go through these notepads. Honestly, it's been like. Uh, oh really? What have you got, What have you found? Oh, I was like. Um, I mean, because I've been going for longer than I care to admit. Like, I think my first gig was like 2006. So oh, wow, yeah. I've got stuff written down on like piracy funds, terrorism. And it was like, <laughs> I think I think the joke was like, um, like, oh, I'll do um, like, I'll do three for a fiver or, or six quid if you want the covers. <laughs> and I'll do as many as you want because I've got Al Qaeda breathing down my neck for, for more money type thing. And it was just like, I remember writing it and just thinking, like, yeah <laughs> I, I think one of my first ever jokes was and it, it like it, like i didn't know what i was doing and it was something about bin laden so that says how long ago it was and like something about surely why why aren't we looking for someone without a beard because surely that would be the first thing you'd get rid Excellent, of yeah. wouldn't you 
which I, I, I don't, basically I'd had that thought before I did stand up or even considered doing stand up. So I, that was when I, my first set was just any thoughts I'd had that are mildly amusing, but it, oh, it didn't work. I think even yeah. I even said something about Harrison Ford in The Fugitive because that's what he did. He shaved his beard, oh, didn't he? We I watched that recently, actually. Like, oh, yeah, did he, you? He, has, he has a bloody good shave. You're dead right. I can attest to that. Yes. Oh, Richard Kimball. Yes, yes. Um, just been hammering it, like all all the films. I think everything's completed now. So I, that was yeah. one of them that was. That, that's like, a uh, film that was shown on TV all the time when I was younger. So I've seen it loads. Like it was always Robocop was on the other night actually. Oh, was it? Um, the the it, and I tried to do a story about this for the longest time, and I've never ever got it to work. But me mom and dad um, saw that when I was eight years old, I was watching the Robocop Saturday morning kids cartoon, and they went, "Oh, Carl likes Robocop," and they went and got us the VHS <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> the Peter Weller Robocop and so, so like Fireman Sam and like wrestling and um, you know like um, like whatever else like um, and then Robocop and I remember I lent it to my friend and within five minutes his mom was at the door like yeah Kyle's not allowed to watch this and neither should you be <laughs> that film at the beginning is terrifying when the robot goes wrong Oh, um, Ed Two O Nine. What? Which is it? That one? Which, which one? Ed Two O Nine, the robot. Oh, I don't know. It's the one that's a weird shape. It just starts shooting everyone in the office. Yeah, I think that's old. That's old Ed. That's old oh, Ed Two O Nine. I know it well because I've watched it since it's, I was it's, eight. It's, it's, yeah, it's disturbed you since you were eight, so you know it. It's that's the thing. It's like I guess it's desensitizes to a lot because it was like yeah. I, I was just like, oh well, that's just what films are. That's okay. <laughs> Everything else going forward, I thought was quite tame. <laughs> so when so when you told that on stage, did you just relay the story as it was? Yeah, because it was like you know it, it was. I told at the time when you kind of don't really know how to tell stories and you don't know what to embellish or what to pull away from or mm. um, what to exaggerate or what to maybe it's all out, you know, fabricate. Um, so I just kind of said it. And at the end, I was like, and that's the end of the story. <laughs> um, yeah. That should be your gimmick. And that's the end of the story every time. I'd love that. I'd buy into that. <laughs> just every single one and that's the end of the story and then the audience you know, you go, after a little while you go and what's that the end of and they'd go that's the end of the story <laughs> alright guys you've been a great crowd that's enough for me <laughs> <laughs> just got to the point where it's like you know like O2 just like wow yeah. and that's the end of the story alright guys great thank you very much <laughs> have you um have you revisited that bit since sort of you got better at stand up? No, it's it's always one of them. I think it, it's it's it, a writer's block exercise, isn't it? When yeah. when you you've got you've got nout and you go right, let's sift through the shit again, mm. and you know let's see if I've missed any, and you never have, but you always I really. I, I, you I, I find go, sometimes you can do something with some bits. You, you always, pers- yeah. I, th- I think there's always a bit where you go like, ah, I reckon I could do that, and then I don't know. I think it's because you've got the the tarnished legacy mm. reputation of that bit. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. You don't sell it enough on stage as, as much as you should with the. Oh, I've got this brand new thing. <laughs> do you ever 
do you ever write something new? And like, say if you're writing on the train or, or whatever, and um, you think it's so good, you do that, it's like this arrogant trick. You think it's so good, you, you, you write it straight into your set list and <laughs> your, your internal monologue is like, well, there's no way that's not going to work. <laughs> I think what I do is I don't write anything else for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you do it and you realise, oh, it wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should have carried on. Yeah. I just think it, it never works as well. You always just think, no. oh, well, there's no way that can't work like that. <laughs> I find sometimes... Like I had a... Oh, what's that? I had it with a bit about um, a gentleman's club. Like, I thought that you never actually get any gentlemen in there because if there were, everyone would be outside going, after you, no, after you. Oh, no, I couldn't possibly. And I just thought it was like, well, that's definitely going to work. And it's got fuck off. So is that as in to get people in there? I wonder if there's any way you could do it where, is there anything to do with gentlemen that would affect them once they're inside? Like giving the money or... No, because they would just give the money, wouldn't they? They wouldn't. Well, yeah, a I gentleman, mean, I... a gentleman would cover them up. Yeah, that's they? yeah. They, they so give them a towel to wrap around them. If you were a gentleman, you would be doing X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it, again, it's like it's a nice as, idea. as soon. As, it's this thing of like as soon as it doesn't work, I just go, ah, right, yeah. Like, what's next? <laughs> I I tried to write a joke about a gentleman, a, a gentleman's club or, or a met i can't remember what the wording was but the idea was that you go in there and it's just gentlemen in there dancing for you because like that's because that's sort of what if that's what it is it's a gentleman's club no i, I don't even know what i'm i think I've, i i think i know what that did work i don't think it really makes sense no i like the idea of them all but like they're dancing is there another word for that sort of club other than a gentleman's club a male, um, wouldn't you say a male club, a men's, men, no, a men's club, it sounds like a worker men's club, doesn't it? Did you hear the story about, um, can you remember like Birmingham Broad Street when it had about like 17 comedy clubs on the one street? It was like, yeah, I'm just opening my window because I'm getting really, really hot. I've got a proper horrible red face. I'm like a, a, a salmon. No, Sorry, Mark. Look at this girl, um, <laughs> um, So you had, on one street, you had like Manfad's Jonglers highlight. Yeah. And then you had like something else, and I think it was—I've heard the story. It was a—it was a gentleman's club, and you could double it up with anything. They didn't care because it was like, it was like a bit of a front. So there was never any crowd at the at the gig, but the boss would watch the security camera. So you used to have to do your twenty-minute set to like no one there, <laughs> and get paid. And Great. and that would and they and they were happy with it and you know whoever was doing I never did it but it just sounded like so weird <laughs> I, I just want to know if you've heard that as well I vaguely remember something about that yeah but you know what like a lot of people would say well I'm not doing that because you know it's, you know I'm not doing a gig to know what I I mean if it means doubling up and making more money I'd do it I'd, oh yeah yeah I couldn't care less yeah I can talk was... for twenty minutes to silence doesn't bother me Absolutely. yeah I do a dance <laughs> if they want me to. Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen's club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's so. Sometimes when people sort of have storytellers on here, they sometimes when they they've got a story, they and it doesn't work. But like you say, they just get rid of it because I think when you you're in the story and it's it's if it's like a true story, it's some people find it harder to embellish it because they're so into the story 
because of you know what happened do you, do you ever sort of try and come out of it a bit and just go actually what can i change or do you like to stick to the sort of truth of what happened um yeah usually the the truth of what happened really like i mm. um i'm uh, i don't think there's a lot that like yeah um i mean there's a horrible story of when my house was getting renovated and um the bathroom was the first thing to go so i I was having to like wake up and I needed the bathroom first thing in the morning, but the builders were in from seven. And so I was having to like sprint to Asda to go to me, to go to the bathroom in the morning. Um, and then there was one day where Asda was, I knew it was going to be like too far away. So I just had to go in, in my garage and just go in the bin bag. And then um, so something like that, it's like, I don't really like, there was no need to embellish it because no, no. what happened was, but, and I wasn't going to tell the story until um, until we met uh, <laughs> until we met Ramsey rang us up Ramsey and he was like how are you doing mate and I was like uh, not well mate I'm just uh, walking around uh, with a bag of my own shite just trying to find a bin to put in at the minute and he was like what <laughs> and, and then it was like and then it became a whole thing and mm. um, it made it into one of Edinburgh shows and yeah a couple walked out actually um because i said it was the most disgusting thing that ever heard it was great um, <laughs> this is what happens when you watch robocop as a kid yeah <laughs> but to answer your question sorry um do i no i think if if the, if i feel like it needs a bit more like you know bolting up or pep, like salt and pepper i'll try and throw like a an observation along the way to make it like, you know, like mm. a, Hey, I've just thought of this. And it just kind of gives it a bit more like longevity as long as it's got relevance and it, it, it comes like organically. I think it's, it's fine to do that. But, yeah. um, um, embellish. Yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe he's like, do that, but I, I would, I don't think I make, I, I hope I don't make anything up anyway. <laughs> so, see, so you don't think that you don't like the idea of that. That's what I find interesting. Cause all of my stuff is all made up. Like it's very rare. Anything is true, but I quite like that, but you, it comes from the real place. I'm it's not that I don't like it. It's it's that I've probably tried it in the past of doing it the other way and realizing that like I'm not um, I'm not selling it as well because it doesn't feel I, real, I, right? Yeah. So I think it's probably trial and error more than anything, rather yeah. than get on a high horse and go, "No, I've never made anything up." It's like <laughs> I, I probably have and forgotten. There's probably a reason why I'm doing it. But I feel like yeah. sometimes when stuff isn't embellished too much, you can get a feeling of, "Well, this definitely didn't happen." Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And when you talking about carrying your 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 shit, shit around, like <laughs> I imagine because that happened to you, the way you relay that has you, you can tell within your face and mannerisms that you had to deal with that. You, 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 that's true. Do you know what I mean? You, yes. You can't really fake that. The the problem is when when it worked well and it's in a it's in a show, I it's in an Edinburgh show. It's in a tour. And you've said it consecutively for about 18 months and you just, it, it gets, you know, you, you, I think everyone's got that bit where you go, right, I know it works, but Jesus Christ, I can't wait. I can't wait until I'm doing the next show now because this is, I'm getting sick of pretending I'm embarrassed about shit in a bin bag. I'm so indifferent to it now. Have you ever sort of started to sort of struggle to write new material and just think, oh, I need to shit in something else now? <laughs> I need a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else can I shit in? What other horrible things can I do? Um, I don't know if like bad luck just follows us around, but um, it's like you have to have. You don't have. Sorry, 
I'll scrap that. You don't have to have, if you're going to do, you know, a shite story or a wank story, if you must, if you absolutely must, you know, one per to a show, one per hour, um, <laughs> anything more is gratuitous because it, it needs to stand out, doesn't it? It needs to, it needs, there needs to be a reason why. So what made it into the show after that? Like me, me disgusting story. Um, I was doing Glasgow um, stand. Um, I think it, it must have been about October, November, 2019. And actually I'm going to close my front window because there's kids playing in the street. And I don't want them to hear that, what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, I, I, got, I got caught just uh, having a wank um, in, the, in the hotel. Uh, Where? In the hotel? In my room, in my room. Right, all right. I was going to say, was, in reception. Uh, I've, I've got a book in. Uh, don't, don't, don't mind this. I'll take it, I'll take it with my left hand. What's your, what's your Wi-Fi, please? Um, <laughs> that's funny. That's, you subtly, we know what you want on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> it was horrible, mate. Um, the maid came in. I had to do my <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. It's so... Ah... Oh. Well, I made mean, uh, it so positive, yeah. I was doing, um, uh, Stu Goldsmith was there and... Um, he was in the room. Was that... <laughs> <laughs> he was the mate. <laughs> but um, he, he's, because well, I was doing his um, Comedian's Comedian the day after. Okay. And uh, I think he was the first person I told him. He was like, right. He was like, that has to go in. And I was like, all right, okay, right. <laughs> Again, it was like, it's so embarrassing. I kind of just go, oh, God, right. But then... Like, I, like I, I told him straight away because it was too funny not to tell somebody. And then you realize, <laughs> well, this is this is the living. This is the life I've carved out for myself. So, so here we go. So, so did you add anything to it or, or was it, did you just, was it just everything that happened was good for the, for the material? Um, the do not disturb sign. That's a, that's a great question. Thanks, mate. And um, the do not disturb sign, because I went down to, I went down to complain to reception, legitimately went down to complain because I was like, I've had <laughs> That's even funnier that you're going to relay this story. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had a complaint. One of our maids has been down and made a complaint. <laughs> because my argument was I had a do not disturb sign. So, mm. you know, what... If uh, if this sign isn't sacred, then what? Why do we even it's have it? It's just hanging on your knob. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, that and, and I said I was like, and I didn't say what I just said. Your maid walked in on as well. I just got out of the shower and she oh, seen right. it. So like that was a, a nice way of tidying it up. And um, and the the guy behind reception just went um, do. Did you have a do not disturb? So then the the springboard off that was like an observation about. Why Why do we have to be the ones to say do not disturb? It should be a blanket, do not disturb, and let's have a sign saying, you know, come on in, but let's take it as default. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think the observation was like, excuse me, one of your members of staff came in in the middle of the night and started performing a ventriloquism act with the arse, and they go, well, did you have a do not disturb sign? No. Well, then I hope you enjoyed the show. Like, just daft little yeah, yeah. observation springboards to tie the to keep kind of sew the story together almost yeah so i i like that the, the the main part was then talking to the guy at reception rather than just the the thing that happened oh, yeah. oh that's that's so <laughs> funny what was her genuine reaction uh, <laughs> pretty much what you'd expect it to be 
Mm, um, I, 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 was, I was, I mean, ironically, it was not like the, you know, hotel porn that I was watching at the time. Um, <laughs> nobody joined in. Um, but I watched it. So I heard a like, and I was going, there's no way she's coming in. There's no way. And it was like, and I was like, ah, she's, she's going to realize any second. And then she just came in and I just kind of went like, ah, and she just was like, Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, and then and then that was it. So that was the whole that was the whole reaction. <laughs> exactly how you you know it might play out. The, the most embarrassing thing. If I was a storyteller, the story uh, there is something that happened to me. That um, so I did um, Leeds highlight. I think it was highlight at the time. And after the gig, we me and one another act. I can't remember who it was, but it was an older act. We went down for a drink. And I was quite young and sort of up for a big night. So we went downstairs after, had a drink, and then the other act went to bed. But at that point, I'd started talking to the dad of a stag, of one of the stags that oh, were in great. the gig. And this was in the bar below. And then um, uh, they just started buying me Jager bombs. And then I don't remember anything else at all. <laughs> and then I woke up the next morning in the hotel there's an extra bit to add to this story but i woke up in the morning and i got a text message oh, it was about midday like i properly was hung over and it said it came in at eight in the morning and it from an unknown number it said are you still up for coming go-karting <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's that's i just that's so funny just oh, what God. had i done I, I must have made best friends with all of them that's like a proper uh, jonglers weekend, that like, and yeah. it just <laughs> you come and go gone. <laughs> but 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 also, what happened that night is, I don't know if you've ever had this. I've heard I had I have heard other comedians tell me that this has happened to them. That so basically, where the bed was and where the door out was was the equivalent of where at home my bedroom was and the door out to the toilet. So. I'd got up in the night still really drunk and I'd just gone out of the door and it had shut behind me and I was stuck out in the corridor with no way of getting back in when I sort of realised what was going on in just my underpants. And I panicked and I had to go all the way down the lift to the reception to tell them that I'd locked myself out. And, they were, and, and oh, I'll never forget it because I came to then, I really sobered up quick and there were loads of people coming in. <laughs> at the reception i don't know what time it could have been i've no idea maybe it was like really early like seven in the morning or some six in the morning but there were loads of people oh, so oh my god it was the most embarrassing thing can you imagine just being it getting to your hotel early in the morning and checking in and some bloke walks in in just his underpants well mark I'm, i really don't mean to be like i see you and i raise you here but as soon as you said leads um i've had something similar slash worse happened at the Leeds Radisson Hotel. Um, that was the hotel, I, I think. Oh, well, then the, the must know when there's fucking comedians. I had the exact same thing, and I'm so glad that, you know, um, you, you, this has happened to you as well. But I um, I obviously had a bit more to drink, and um, I, I just all out pissed myself outside my door because um... <laughs> <laughs> I 
because I'd like, I, I think I was only like 23 at the time. Not there's, any, there's any good age to do it. Um, but yeah, so I pissed myself and I was like, right, now what? And I didn't want to take the lift, so I just took the so, fire so wait, exit. Hang on. So when you said you pissed yourself, did you just like take your pants down and go like you, you um, were in the I toilet? Woke up out, I woke up outside in the corridor. I woke up in the corridor with the door closed and I was pissing. So I had to... <laughs> No wonder they stopped letting us stay at that hotel. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh my god! So then, what happened? Um, well, I had to—I realised what was going on, so I had to run to the fire exit and like kind of just finish off the piss. <laughs> and, and then I was like, right, well, that's part one. Part two is how do you get back in the room? Oh, and I, I just—I was—I mean, I felt so bad for the night guy because. I just had to go to reception with like, you know, wet boxer shorts. <laughs> and I just was like, and, and I, I kind of like, I surrendered. I just kind of like walked to him with like my hands like up. And I went, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can see what's happened to you. I'm really sorry. Um, could I have a key for 512, please? And, and then just didn't say a word. He just cut it like he's done it so many times. He just cut the key, head down, slid it over the deck, and I just went back up. And then that was. Right. That was Friday. No <laughs> wonder Friday. the whole time I was telling you my story, you looked like it wasn't a big deal. And I was thinking, why is he not reacting? And now we all know why you weren't reacting because you're like, oh, what a lucky bastard. I would have loved that, man. I, I would have loved that. I would have to go down. Someone's got it all right going down to the reception dry. <laughs> <laughs> my mates had it and he was naked. Like oh, he, really? he slept oh, naked, yeah, and he had to go down to reception without any clothes on. I, I mean, I tell you what, there's a sit. I mean, I know Forty Towers. I mean, I, I never saw this one in Forty Towers, but, <laughs> but like, there, there has to be a hotel sitcom that there's so much must happen in hotels. Like, if you interviewed someone that works there. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, would it be the same? Same staff, same staff, different guests. Yeah, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Because that's how hotels work. Jesus. So uh, then... Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, unless it's like Alan Partridge who lives there all the time. Yeah. So then you get different people coming. Every, so yeah, you've got to have like a stag episode, Valentine's Day. Yeah, I think. You're going to have Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I love. There we go. Heard it here first. <laughs> I, I love. I love a good old stay in a hotel when you do a weekend away. You can't beat it. I really love it. It's such a priv like a. Sounds pathetic, but it's a. I think it's such a privilege of the job that you can. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, you can do yeah. that. No, I, that's what I've been saying. Like I've been jokingly saying, like to the to, um, like uh, the lads, that just hey, I really miss, you know, ev everything else that's going on in COVID. I'm going, hey, I really miss a, um, you know, I really miss a, a bloody hotel because it's great. You just you know you get to live like a, a twelve year old for most of the day and then yeah. go on stage. It's fantastic. Yeah, you get to explore. Oh, I love it. Just one day, lock mate. the door. I know. <laughs> so, so, what else have you got down in your notes? Um, let's have a look. What we've got here. Um, oh, that's just a that's just a Chinese order, actually. <laughs> um, vegetable spring rolls, salt and pepper ribs, crispy. But we don't need to do that. Um, <laughs> do you ever do that in your phone when you look at your notes and then you're, you're trying to work it out that what the joke was that you were thinking but it's absolutely nothing to do with comedy it's just just oh god i i mean is the <clears throat> i think i've just got written down kira knightley and i, I don't know what that <laughs> that's that's probably quite an that. old one as well i mean that's you just you just wrote kira knightley 
I think it was, I was trying to say, I've spent half my adult life um, in a relationship, half my adult life single. And the only difference is I can, when I was single, I could watch a film with Kira Knightley in peace without hearing the other person go, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Without the maid coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the joke was just like, no one I've ever met um, of the opposite sex likes Kira Knightley. That's so true, was, actually. That, that is true. Why it was just too clunky. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I think, think she gets a good slagging off, and I don't think it's I fit. fell in love with her in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yes, yes. And I saw her in Bend like Beckham. Um, oh, I never saw that actually. Movie. I've never seen that. Is that a good film? Because I'm going through old films that I've never got round to watching. I, I, you don't have. No, I wouldn't go. It's not <laughs> okay. as good as. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Go Hutchinson! Woo! <laughs> Hashtag Wooga to Carl Hutchinson. Um, Hashtag Wooga. Great stuff. Um, love a bit of a chat with Carl Hutchinson. And if you'd like to hear more of our chat with Carl Hutchinson, uh, head over to patreon.com uh, forward slash jokes with Mark. Go sign up there, support the podcast, and get your ear around all the podcasts we've got on Get there. it right round them. Get it right round them. Right round them. Great stuff. So, Joel, Mark, um, would you like to ask the listeners if they would like to go and rate and uh, review our podcast? Hey, listener, um, whether you're new to the show or old to the show, but just haven't got around to doing it yet. Mark and I would really, really appreciate it if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast that also has a reviewing section available to it. I believe that the Acast app does. Um, if you could give us a little five stars and, and maybe a little write-up about why you like the show, it would really make mine and Mark's day. Because as you've too. heard, all it takes to make Mark's week is a pizza delivered to his house. <laughs> imagine, so imagine the joy you could bring to him with a five-star. I might even spread that around, around the uh, village if if I get a good one. 
getting nice. I heard you got review. a five star podcast. They were Imagine Mark, that. they will not nice. know what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> if you oh. live in a village that has only just got pizzas delivered to it <laughs> something that's been common in the united kingdom for i would imagine 50 years the idea that they'd be talking over their fences about your podcast and its reviews on a thing called itunes is well, this pretty is my, uh, this is my my job to spread the word yeah yeah and i could tell them I've, i'm the only one that's got one <laughs> i've invented well. a thing called the podcast yeah and then they won't listen to anyone else's and they'll just listen to my one about jokes which they probably have not a lot of interest in <laughs> I am um, speaking of people that don't really understand what podcasts are. I once, when I was working in my old job, um, helped a quite well-known British broadcaster launch a podcast, and um, he came into the office one day uh, demanding that we would burn all of the podcasts onto a CD because he didn't know how to listen to them otherwise, and he wanted to play them in his car. <laughs> no way! Did they do it? No, no one. No, it was like you know, twenty eighteen. No out. one. No one had any is. idea of how to. And if you'd like it. to guess which broadcast, uh, I'll reveal it, it on the Patreon at Jokes with Mark across all social media. Have your guesses there, and we'll reveal it on the Patreon. Lovely stuff. Get over there, so get signed up. Um, so, Joel, anything more from you? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you? Nothing more from me, mate. Hashtag Awuga, everybody. Awuga. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.